0: Alright guys, welcome to Up in the Air. I'm your host, Jake Desering, along with my co host Riley Pillsbury. Riley, say it up to the people.
1: What's going on?
0: Uh, today we have a good show for you guys. We'll get into the final four. Uh a little more NCAA news, a couple coach signings. Um the NFL instituted some rule changes. Um Tim Tebow's back in the news. We'll introduce a new segment called Florida Man, which is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. And we'll get into the up in the air and we'll uh, we'll have a good we'll have a good time. Good First show up, for y'all. Good show. Great show. First off, Riley, um how much did you lose this week?
1: Not much, man. Um I don't want to disclose the whole number, but let's just go with 10 add as many zeros as you want to that number.
0: I'm going to guess there's at least two more zeros on there. Possibly. Okay. It's around there. Something like that.
1: It's close. It was a tough week. Don't judge me
0: nah, it, on my NCAA picks. Uh, you, I judge can't. me on my character. No one no one has gotten any of this right, I guarantee. Yeah. It. So I will not I will not judge you in this one instance. Yeah. Sister Jean is fucking everything up. So obviously the big news of the past week, the weekend, anything in the sports world is really just Loyalist Chicago. Uh the Final Four in general, but specifically the Ramblers and Sister Jean.
1: That's right. We got Final Four on Saturday. Oh, yeah. It's just crazy. All hell is broken loose. That Kansas-Duke game was crazy. It was a great game. That should have been the championship game. That was a great game. I had money on Duke, of course. That shot by Grayson Allen went in and out twice to end regulation. That was wild. Once they went into overtime, you just kind
0: of knew. I honestly thought it was going to go in, and I was ready to, like, slip my wrist.
1: It was crazy. Yeah.
0: Villanova (laughs) is, like kicking the shit out of everybody they play. Yeah, they are the favorite right now. They shot like Barely. 18% from three, and they still they won still by double won. digits. Yeah.
1: It's crazy because they rebound. Usually they can't rebound, so but if many they're not rebounds, hitting threes, they can fair. do whatever they want. They can rebound, they can score no matter how many ways they want. So yeah. they so just do whatever they want, basically.
0: Back to the Ramblers. Um, they they won that game by a lot. They they beat Kansas State pretty heftily, which was nice after winning by a combined four points in the other three games yeah um they're really good and they've had a different leading scorer every game they've just really yeah so the first game it was who hit the shot in the first game uh ingram dante ingram i think he so. was not the leading scorer in that game that was someone else yeah and then custer was the hero in the second game uh marquise towns was in the third game and then ben richardson in his past game was a leading scorer i want to say it was andre jackson was the leading scorer the first game but he just—he wasn't the one that hit the shot. But yeah, so the only, only person on the
1: roster that I know is Sister Jean. That's all I know. Yeah,
0: I could—I pro- just named like their five starters basically. Yeah, which is impressive.
1: I couldn't even. I couldn't. I watched their—I watched their conference them, tournament. So. That's why I picked them to go to Sweet Sixteen because yeah. I knew they were good. I only okay. lost five games all year, and they've won like 14 straight. They so look good. potentially 15 come Saturday night.
0: Unfortunately, Michigan looks really, really good as well. Yeah. For a team that shouldn't be there, they're doing pretty damn good
1: question is, can can the Ramblers shoot in the Alamo Dome? Football stadiums are kind of questionable when it comes to basketball games. That's a good point.
0: Some I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. We're going to see if right Sister there. Jean really has the power to, to move them on.
1: You know, the ceiling's high in the Alamo Dome, but Jesus, you know, he's higher. So That's true. The man
0: above. I don't think you get much higher than Jesus. If he can work
1: his magic, then you really can't get, you can't get much higher than heaven. People forget that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess if they were playing in outer space, possibly.
1: Yeah, that's like some Lance Armstrong shit.
0: Uh, no, that's nope. Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Yeah, Lance Armstrong is yeah. the one testicle bicycle rider. Yeah,
1: who's the who's the uh, jazz guy? N-
0: Louis. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. So now that was it's a three-headed that monster Armstrong right there. Here on up in the what air. a great
1: family. <laughs> what a great like that. That mom has to be so proud of her three sons.
0: I know, right? They're definitely all the same age. Yeah.
1: Generational.
0: All the same generation. Yeah.
1: Good for her. Good for Mrs. Armstrong. Either way, Sister Jean's really working her magic. She didn't even have the, um, in her public bracket at least, so the, so, she, so this is what they say. they say. She has like a public bracket. She didn't have them out of the Sweet 16, like making it out of the Sweet 16, but of course she had one where, where the, she has them winning it all, which I think is, I see right through that. That is some BS.
0: No. no I she see. made one bracket, let's be real. No, I totally oh. believe her. You don't do that? i th- okay. actually
1: yeah i've made three i made so three so
0: you are but you also don't have like a team invested in it no. this is the first year ever that i haven't made it one where syracuse wins at all no matter what seed they are i always pick one i always do one where it's like yep cuse is going all the way yeah
1: i like that you but, have and to, and do then that, i do I, I always
0: do my serious one first what i actually think and usually i end up doing where cuse wins it all and then like a couple extra ones just to fuck yeah. around basically makes sense i totally believe that i believe that she's like all right i the. Le- I put them in the Sweet 16, so obviously logistically, some people who are intelligent like me and Sister Jean can see who's going to make it there. Right, and yeah, you know, let's ignore the fact that we picked Arizona to win it all. But
1: right, and the funny thing is, like they're five point uh, underdogs. I think without Sister Jean, they're like probably 15 point underdogs without her. Uh, at least, she's, at least, she's, double digits. She's moving the Vegas lines, and that's pretty powerful. Very powerful. So, it's gone. It's making me question whether or not I'm an atheist. Whether or not I should be an atheist at least, because I am technically kind of an atheist. I just don't have a religion that I follow. Um, like I'm not like I'm not Christian, not Jewish, not any of that. But I at the same time, you know, if shit like this can happen, if the Ramblers can get into the Final Four, then there is a higher power. Well, there yeah. has to be.
0: There has to be. I agree. It's not even Sister Jean is not, not even a
1: question up. anymore. I think it's like locked it in. That if anyone can convince me, God exists.
0: It's Sister Jean. Yeah. Uh, who do so, you got?
1: Who do you got moving on from this though? From the semis.
0: Well, I initially had Arizona, anyways, but I had Michigan in the final four uh, to begin with. I also had Kansas. I did have Texas Tech, so I was very, very close, about fifteen points close.
1: Yeah, I had uh, I, Villanova, and I had Michigan, so.
0: Yeah, I, st- I got to stick with despite all
1: that sister Jean talk that I just had. I still, ha- I still have to pick Michigan.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna pick Michigan too, just because it's not like they're playing terrible. They're playing good defense. They're hitting the shots. Yeah, they blew the out. The Ramblers are good, and they've been playing great. And I don't want to say they got an easy road, but like playing Kansas, beating Kansas State by 12 is a lot different than beating um, Michigan. Right. I mean, none of the teams they played so far are as good as Michigan is and none of them are playing as good as Michigan is. That's it's right. not that I don't think they have a chance, but how many of these double-digit seeds or Cinderella stories make it to the championship game? It's a good point. Almost none.
1: And when they get there, I don't know if they necessarily do too well. I looked it up, and there's only like three or four different 11 seeds that have gotten to that point. And, like, VCU was one of them. Like I think George Mason.
0: Uh, George Mason, 06, VCU, I think 11, Shaquille O'Neal and, uh, with LSU. No, it wasn't Shaq. It was it 1986, Shaq. LSU. So it was oh, like was five years pr- before Shaq.
1: Yeah. Um, it's tough to say whether or not they're going to do well. I feel like now that I say that I'm a Michigan guy, they're probably going to, the the Ramblers are probably going to
0: like win by 10, but
1: there's, it, they got a lot, they got a, a uh, an uphill battle. Yeah. Uphill battle.
0: And I picked Kansas to go to the championship initially. So I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. Despite the fact that Villanova looks like they're 10 times better than everyone else in the field. Yep. But I'm just going to stick with Kansas. They won a tough game. They won they they won without uh, what's his name Azabuki. Yeah, he fouled, he, so fouled he, out, like, he fouled.
1: So he he out with, like three minutes pretty early. Like that. Yeah, or not early, but in terms of the game because it yeah, won overtime, went overtime. I guess and
0: they, and they just have so many experienced guys that can make shots. I just, yeah, I I put,
1: I, uh, I like Villanova because of the experience, but yeah, I still think that like for all you betters out there, I think Kansas covers the plus five. I just don't know if they win because Villanova. Can win in so many different ways, whether they rebound well or not, or shoot well or not.
0: I think Jay Coach, uh, wow, well, Jay Coach, Jay Wright's one of the best coaches in the country too.
1: Yeah, I think like I think three of these coaches are Hall. Like I don't know about B line, but there's two Hall of Fame coaches. The the Kansas Villanova game is basically the championship.
0: Fun fact: my high school basketball coach used to coach John B line at Canisius. Really? Yeah, that's pretty dope. How like, old is that? Like Your coach
1: must have been pretty old then. He's in no, like he's 70? like.
0: His oldest son is like sixteen. Oh, he's 12. like mid forties. Wait, yeah. he used to be co- he was coached by so no, Coach Beeline was the head coach at Knesha.
1: Oh, I thought he coached Coach Beeline. No, no,
0: he was an assist. He coached with Coach. Oh, Beeline with him, that's that's Canicia's. cool. That's dope. No, he's not like ninety. He's not a hundred years Does old. Does he, he have
1: insider knowledge? Are they gonna cover the spread? I don't what? know.
0: He always he. Like two thousand thirteen, we could finesse some money out of that. When, that'd it's be the, cool. when it's a championship game, like he, I had like all this. He talks to Beeline like all the time. That we definitely like need to finesse. Close person. We friends. need
1: to finesse his. uh See what Beeline's thinking. See if Beeline's trying to blow him out of his not. mind. Maybe keep it close for the ratings. Who knows?
0: I guarantee I could get my coach on the show, but that's not gonna. He's not gonna spill the beans about Beeline. That's true. Maybe he can get
1: us Beeline too after the uh, take down the Ramblers. Ooh, we'll see. It's a big upset if you can if you can beat Christianity. In a basketball game.
0: Yeah, if you can beat God, it's pretty impressive. Like,
1: That's like a 1 out of 10. That's one of those 1 out of 10 games.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. 9 times out of 10, you're going to beat him. But that one time, you're going to best God. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. All right. Uh, So then there's a couple new uh coach sh- signings. One's like a brand new head coach. The other one's just a shift. Yeah. Um. So Pitt signed Jeff Capel who's a longtime assistant of Coach Krzyzewski at Duke. He's also a top recruiter. And they have the top three recruits in the country coming. And technically, Marvin Bagley is supposed to be a part of this class. So you can even say they have the top four recruits from yeah. this class. He
1: recruited some... some.
0: He got Zion, Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, and uh, Cam Reddish, the top yeah. three prospects in the country. Zion,
1: who recently just won the dunk contest, which was yeah, a huge shocker. Case. He
0: could... He could win the dunk contest With if tie his shoes together and you handcuffed them behind his back. That would
1: be a crazy dunk.
0: He would do it. I he'd would find bl- a way. I would, yeah, no.
1: He'd probably break out of the... Out of the uh, he'd break
0: out of handcuffs mid-flight. Yeah. No, so... I'd like to see that, actually. He's obviously a really good recruiter. Um, Pitt used to be a really good program before they fired Jamie Dixon, which was the stupidest thing they could have done. He turned around TCU in, like, half a year. They went from being literally a joke of a basketball program to being in the tournament and they lost to Syracuse but like they're a good team they're a top 25 team they were all year
1: forgot that that's texas christian university so god going back so if we're looking at trends here god going back to the tournament so god god is zero and one so far could be zero and two Mm. If you God, don't count the rest of the Ramblers. Xavier's games. also a Christian school. Oh, and two in big games. Let's put that yeah, big games. Xavier, too. They're out. Mm, yeah. I like where the trends are going here. If I'm a yeah. betting man, which I am, probably yeah. throwing it all on atheists. <laughs> Atheism.
0: So, yeah, they signed him to a I, – I, I don't remember the details of the deal, but I think it's a good signing. He's a good coach. Uh, coach obviously is obviously – One of the best coaches ever, if not the best coach ever.
1: Is it one of those things, though, where it's like, well, where like all of Bill Belichick's successors fucking suck to all of Coach K's? I don't know how many. It's different because it's basketball. So it's like, you really just need, if you can recruit, which this guy can recruit, apparently. Also, Um, coaching D1 basketball is
0: completely different than um, NFL. Coaching the NFL. Yeah, it's very true. Um, Actually, this is slightly different. Um, Danny Hurley, the Rhode Island coach. Yeah. Um, UConn. Just, he Yeah, he went to Yukon too. Yeah. We didn't write that down, but he that did happen since our last episode. So all of the old Big East, also uh, Chris Mack of Xavier signs with Louisville. That was the other one. He signed to a seven-year deal with them. Yeah. So the old Big East is just restocking all their coaches to bring the Big East back.
1: Yeah. Bringing uh, Christianity to the South, which is going to be interesting. It's never happened before. No. Um. Yeah, I think it's going to like what you were saying with uh, – you know, it's, it's interesting to see where Louisville's going to be more off the field, and,
0: and that's a recruiting thing as well. well. Chris Mack from Xavier, Christian school, bring it to the South, like you said. You kind of need it. You yeah. got to cleanse all the strippers and hookers and all, that all stuff the glow, and you Pitino. just got to bring in Christianity.
1: I think it I think it works. I think Christianity is a good kind of uh if you're rebuilding, that's where you start.
0: You go from patino to Christian, it's kind of a big difference. Yeah. It's a Big difference. You want to talk about a complete 180 and the restructuring of a program. That's how you do it.
1: And, you know, millennials aren't really using as many dollar bills anymore. So this could be a yeah, good Bitcoin. move for them. Because they're not even going to be recruiting guys who want strippers. They're just going to be recruiting guys who want to play Fortnite and chill. And I kind of I respect that. If you mix in some gospel here and there, some, uh, some Bible study, suddenly, you know, you're the number one seed in the tournament. And this guy's proven it, obviously. At Xavier. So maybe
0: if he does a good enough job, they'll give him back the national title.
1: That would be crazy. That'd be lukewarm. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Maybe God will get it back for them.
1: Literally from the clouds, just drop the rafter. Yeah.
0: Just drop the banner back. The banner, yeah. That'd be. You just wake up one day and the banner just magically reappeared.
1: A resurrection. Holy.
0: Yeah. The resurrection of the 2013 national championship. Yeah. I like it. That'd be impressive.
1: That'd be very impressive. I think he's if he's got God on his side, he has a chance.
0: I agree. So, basically, a um, little more serious note, Chris Mack is a very good coach. He's done a great job with Xavier for however long he's been there. Yeah, the
1: question is, does Xavier just go back – I don't know what they were before, but do they go back to being Xavier? Because I feel like he made – like, the, the only reason they've been really, like, contenders – and they're not really, they've never really been, like, contenders until eh. this year, but – I mean – They've always but- been, like, pretty decent.
0: Butler's still around. Yeah. I think it's just going to be – are they going to be as good – I don't know, because I don't not. know who their next coach is going to be or what's going to happen. That's true. We have no idea. But we have no those idea. Those schools like that are basketball schools, those little basketball schools. Like Creighton's always around, and Xavier and Butler, they may not like ever be fantastic. PCU and, like, Wichita, and State. But, like, gonna, yeah, Wichita State. But they're not going to – yeah, Wichita State's big right now. Yeah. And when they lose Greg Marshall, if they do, they'll probably take a step back too. Yeah. Because that's what happens when you change coaches. The culture changes. It, take, it, it just happens. But I don't think they're just gonna disappear. They're Maybe still in like a good Butler. conference, so they'll, they'll be fine. The they'll always be like, Oh, Xavier, oh. and then they might win a game or two and then that'll be it.
1: Hopefully hopefully they get lucky one year and just get a four seed instead of like a two or a one. Mm-hmm. And that's when they're probably the most lethal when they're just right. like kinda there, kinda not. And you're like, Okay, now these guys have a chance.
0: Yeah, if they're like a five, six, seven, yeah. yeah. They play a better team,
1: Anywhere but between they have a better six chance. And ten, they usually do pretty
0: well. Same so yeah. like with Butler. I like that move. I like it too. And then Pitt's going to get better. They aren't going to go 0-18 in the ACC. Jeff Capel is obviously an amazing recruiter, which is why I think it was a good idea for them to sign him because you can get guys that – like all the guys know basketball, but to get to a school that hasn't won an ACC game, that isn't one of the premier programs, that is kind of falling off, you need to get someone that's going to be able to convince kids that they're starting something new. And I think when you come from Coach K, when you're an amazing recruiter – I think it's just I think it's a great signing and I think he's gonna turn the program around. Yeah. And I think Danny Hurley's a great coach too, and UConn needed a change because Kevin Ollie couldn't win with his players. He won with Jim Calhoun's players. That's
1: true. He did win the championship. And Danny Hurley was, was winning
0: a lot of games with a center who couldn't jump off the ground.
1: That's impressive. That's like that's like me and my jump shot. I don't get off the ground. If if you got a seven shot, footer though, that's that's a little bit different. That's a little bit less impressive. Exactly.
0: But, yeah. All right, shifting gears to well it's is sort of college, but still really draft,
1: but or still I guess he's not even really in college. He used to be
0: we'll just shift to the NBA. Well, the, you still one pair of basically about college,
1: earrings right? and suddenly your life just is Latvia and
0: I'll let the you take LK the lead on lead. This, man. Go ahead.
1: Should I? Go ahead. Well, LeAngelo Ball declared for the draft, right? um which is not surprising because you know lavar wants his sons on the lakers
0: let me just I'll, I'll cut you off quick and i'll let you finish but that was a little kanye moment that was kind of funny but that was a kanye moment yeah. <laughs> no so i remember when they initially said like i uh, like he's a one like when he was all the troubled ucla or whatever they're all nba execs basically i don't remember who said it but some like high up nba insider or whatever was telling me that there's no execs that even had them on had, had LeAngelo on their draft board. Yeah. Like he wasn't no NBA exec was looking at him like, "Okay, we might even try him out after the draft because their draft boards go deep."
1: They do. They do.
0: And uh, they, he wasn't even on their board cuz he's a three-star recruit. How many three-star recruits leave after the Yeah.
1: Premier? And you like, know like, and you know exactly what you're getting with basketball players usually, so like he doesn't even he's not even built like a basketball player. You know what I mean? Like he's built you know, like a football of, player almost.
0: If they're good, they're in high school. If like you can tell if they're gonna be able to play after yeah. their freshman year. He's
1: literally just a shooter, but he dropped like 70, 72 points today, um, yesterday, Sheesh. and uh, that's pretty crazy. I looked at that, like that's crazy, and then you realize that it's in the big baller brand challenge games, and so uh, something Vitalis is on the, is the team they're on. And they're in – it's like soccer. They have three tiers. They have – their team is in the first tier. But the big baller brand games are against second-tier teams who are playing against – they're playing against kids who are, like, LaMelo's age who are, like, 16, 17 and, like, straight out of high school or, like, college-age kids who are, like, 20 to like 23. So they're playing
0: against inferior athletes that are younger than them.
1: Yeah, but the numbers, the numbers speak for themselves. 72 games, 72 points is still crazy. But like, it's just one. Of the, it's one of LeBar's little tricks, little tricks. Because the LKL, the LKL is their league, and they don't even play in those games sometimes. Yeah, the Ball well Brothers.
0: So here's the difference: is it might fool the public, it doesn't fool NBA execs. There's no GM that's sitting there like, oh. The intel drops seventy-two. We have to have him know because they're not idiots. They know the difference.
1: But the fact that like, uh, like Bleacher Report and like ESPN and like plays like that are like creating hype. People will look sure. into it a little bit. But once he gets to the draft uh, combine, they're gonna see like that he's 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 just like built like a football player. He's not like he's not like very athletic. He's just a shooter, big-bodied guy. He doesn't look like an NBA player. Do you know what I
0: don't get? is why does he have to declare?
1: Um, just so that – I think just so that you can register for the draft and then also
0: – Since he's technically under contract somewhere else, he has to. De- does he have to declare? He was
1: only on a one-year like? contract, so I think he just – Oh, so he's fine. Once the season ends, he just goes to the M- – like, goes and transfer the NBA draft. And oh, so it's just kind of like – I'm sure their seasons almost over, too. So it's I'm just kind of like, kinda like putting his name in the pot, basically. Yeah. I think everybody has to declare. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm thinking about uh, trying out for their – junior league they have the jba league which is junior basketball Association i'm that guessing sense, yeah. by the uh, big Waller brand i might just try out make some you content make it me trying out with Levar ball would be hilarious having lavar ball telling me to do basketball drills and i'm just clowning around the whole time i feel like that would be pretty funny i also think i could make the league because it seems like nobody is trying to play in this league
0: you probably could. Uh, you get paid slightly.
1: I'd get paid like I need the three thousand. I need the yeah. three. It's three to ten thousand. I would. I need the three thousand. So I'm just basically to, just looking for money at this point, and yeah, that's one of the options I have: selling my textbooks, gambling, selling my Jordans, and the JBA league. That's how we're gonna make it all the way back to even.
0: That's well, selling your textbooks will get you about twenty bucks. So
1: yeah, Jordans two twenty, so that's two forty you uh, presume i uh, assume that i i lose all of that in gambling this week which that's you will. zero um possibly negative -10, 10 possibly negative 100 mm-hmm. who knows uh but three thousand dollars that's, that's it's impressive right there that's that's pretty good um i think there's a chance just gotta yeah, start a chance. get getting the gym i'm a shoot around guy so i gotta start playing pickup more
0: i mean these ball kids just score man they're natural scorers they are. They put you the ball get, in the hoop.
1: No pun intended. You
0: give him 70 shots a game, I guarantee you they get you at least. I, I haven't
1: even ball. looked at how many shots he took.
0: I don't even want to know. I, I really don't because it's.
1: I'll tell you at some like point ridiculous. during the. We'll probably be talking about the NFL and I'll tell you. but is the by worst the time of all of them. This. Yeah, he's he's getting overlooked for a reason. Exactly. Like, he's terrible. <laughs> he just hits he's, threes. He's like
0: Lonzo's size, but with like out Lonzo's passing, rebounding, scoring athleticism, pretty much everything, rapping ability, yep, all subpar.
1: I think, yeah, I mean, even LaMelo Ball might not even – he might be a bust because he's playing against people who are just terrible compared to, like, kids he's going to be playing against in college, like, two years from now.
0: No, it's it's inferior competition, and I don't think LeVar is helping his kids. But I'll tell you what, it, cr- it creates a great narrative, and it gives us something to talk about. So thank you, LaVar. Thank you, Triple Bs. Thank you for keeping us entertained. We Triple
1: B's. I got three B's. It's going to cost you one of them. It's one of LeVar's quotes. I don't think he's ever going to get that billion-dollar shoe deal, though. No. I don't think it's ever going to happen. No. Nope. Which is unfortunate.
0: Yeah. Um. So, more NBA news. Uh, Markel Fultz made his debut Monday night for the 76ers. Being a Sixers fan, I'm very excited to see him shoot and like, play <laughs> basketball efficiently. He did airball his first shot, which you brought up before the show, which that was a little nerve-wracking. But then he scored 10 points, 8 assists, and 4 rebounds in just 14 minutes. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this dude just contributed basically at least 26 points with his assists, like minimum if they're all two-pointers, 26 points in 14 minutes, and he hasn't played a full basketball game in like 18 months.
1: And he lost all feeling in his shoulder – which is I don't understand what he injury even just
0: like shoot a layup overhand. Yeah. The, like a month that was like a month ago.
1: The videos of him shooting like two months ago, three months ago were crazy. His arm was just stuck. Like once it got a once he brought his arm up to shoulder height, it just stopped. The ball just like line drives at the hoop. It's crazy. God it, it, God yeah. is working mysterious ways around basketball these days. It's almost unbelievable. He cured Markel Fultz's shoulder. Yeah, almost instantly, it's crazy because they just—they're like third seed in the East too. They just like, almost—they're like a
0: game out, and
1: they need the Cavs, who right now are about to get blown out by the Heat. Yeah, I mean they need them to lose, and then they'll be fine, as long as they keep winning. But it's no—I oh, would love to see LeBron in the fourth seed. That'd be hilarious.
0: Yeah, except he'd play the Raptors in the first and the second round, so it wouldn't even matter. That's true. Like he—he's gonna beat the Raptors. I think so. uh, It's just nice to see Markel's Markel Fultz playing and like actually contributing. It's just it's great. It it makes me very happy because it's almost like, all right, if he can survive not being able to shoot, then I think he can pretty much do anything.
1: And he almost had a double double. Like he played well in fourteen minutes. Yeah,
0: it's impressive shit. And Ben Simmons has been on a fucking tear recently. I don't know if you've seen his stats. Like last game, he up seven points. But he had 11 rebounds and 13. He's been averaging a triple-double basically since they started their win streak, which is – it's it's at eight games now, I believe. And, yeah, if the Cavs lose tonight, which they look like they're going to, uh, the Sixers and Cavs will be tied for the third seed.
1: Okay. So the East is heating up more than really what we Eh. thought it would because we thought it was just going to be the Cavs Eh. running away with it, Celtics right behind them. But now because the Raptors are playing well, it's kind of got things interesting and the fact that the Cavs fucking suck.
0: I think I think these playoffs going to be really good. I think after the first round it's going to be really good series all around. I think if the Sixers end up playing the Pacers, that'll be a better series than people think.
1: Yeah, that'd be a great series.
0: And the Victor Bucks Ol- have no joke. If if I were you, I'd hope that the Bucks don't have to play the Celtics without Kyrie. Yeah, that'd be tough. In the first round, I'd rather yeah, play the tough. Heat or the Wizards. Oh yeah. I'd definitely rather play the Heat. But I think the semifinals... Possibly the Wizards.
1: The, East, the Wizards are playing pretty well without John Wall, so...
0: That's true, but still. And he's lost weight, apparently, John Wall. He's like 15 to 20 pounds lighter, which is really? impressive because he was already the fastest player in the NBA. Yeah, that's, that's scary. <laughs> Dangerous. And the West is also... The Timberwolves have taken a like big slide recently. They're down to the 8th seed right now. Mm-hmm. They've been losing games. They lost at home to the Grizzlies, who are like Grizzlies terrible. are trash. They're terrible. There was a point recently where they had lost, like, 20 in a row. I think th- yeah, I think right before that win, actually, garbage. they had lost, like, 20 in a row. Yeah. So the West is, uh, like, a big jumble as well. That's going to be mixed up. And those are going to be some good series with some really good players. Uh, there's possibility Kawhi comes back for the playoffs, that type of stuff. But mm-hmm. I think it's going to be interesting, especially if Fultz can contribute. I think that makes the Sixers even more dangerous because if he can shoot well – and he can distribute. I mean, they don't have enough distributors. But if you have a bunch of guys and get assists, but if your you backup point ball. guard
1: is the like number one pick in the draft and he's playing that well, like
0: if he's he, playing that well, he and has room for
1: confidence to grow. And,
0: and he plays this well, and he starts feeling himself. You you instill him to the starting. That's the thing though. Is like you put him in the starting lineup, but who do you take out, Redick? Yeah, you have to. I don't know though. Reddick's the best shooter on the floor, no matter who. Unless yeah, they're playing the true. Warriors, Reddick's the best shooter on the floor. Yeah. Pretty much. The Rockets, maybe not. But, like, pretty much, I don't know if there's a better, sh- like, shooter in their Eastern Conference that's going to be in the but playoffs. But before
1: the shoulder injury, Mark Fultz was a pretty damn good shooter, so that's true. you never know.
0: But, like, Sarge has been playing awesome. Embiid's been great. Covington, you pay $15 million a year, and he's pretty solid. I mean, you could take out Covington, I guess, but, like, I think you just kinda make it work. It's it's a good problem to have if you can't figure out where to put the number one pick. Exactly. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm I'd saying. If he's coming the off the bench, of so that's not a bad not a
1: bad problem. You got two rookie of the years. Yeah. At least caliber wise.
0: Yeah. It's it's gonna be fun. NBA is gonna be it's gonna be great. And I'm glad Fultz is playing it's good for the league, it's good for the process. So um we'll switch gears Goddamn and go over to the NFL now. Um you want to, you want to bring this up? You can.
1: Yeah, Manziel, Johnny, Johnny boy, Johnny football. Um, went to his second pro day today. Not many people get two pro days. He actually has three under his belt. But he went to the San Diego pro day. Yeah. How uh, many people? Twelve coaches or thirteen coaches were there? Thirteen how many, teams.
0: How many people get pro days when they're already pros? It's
1: crazy. It's actually crazy. Um, he's technically only. Is I don't that that even know what you days? would say. What you would say, Manzel is. Because he's uh, he, like a – he's almost like a male Instagram model because all he does is sell merch on the internet, on Instagram. Just sells comeback season T-shirts.
0: I'd say he – Uses a, his fame
1: to make money. But what does he really do right now? Nothing. I'd just he's say just he's a
0: personality. Back. He's just a – Yeah.
1: That's a good point, yeah.
0: Cultural personality.
1: So, he uh, got to play – or got to throw. Because, I, I mean, Texas a and has a lot more um, – like – Draft ready like NFL players, then like San Diego. You're telling me more San people Diego. are going to watch
0: Texas A&M than San Diego. Yeah, so
1: all 32 teams were there. Not
0: San Diego State, just San Diego, yeah. which I didn't realize was even a university.
1: Yeah, which is crazy. So the fact that there were even NFL coaches there was kind of hilarious. But then yeah. 32 at the Texas A&M pro day, and the Pats met with him before and after. And uh, I saw the videos of him throwing it. The ball looks good coming out of his hands.
0: I heard he looked really, really good at San Diego.
1: Yeah. And so Johnny Man's all of the Patriots, man. Don't
0: uh no, he's not. Don't sweat it.
1: He's from Texas. No, I could see it happening. He's a character issue guy. Just get him with Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick for a year or two. And then Tom Tommy goes off into the sunset with Bill and Josh and Josh and Johnny. That'd be a killer killer one two punch.
0: If Johnny football comes back for the Patriots and plays well, I'll hate it because I actually have always really liked Johnny Manziel. I know he's done some fucked he up things. He will become
1: the most, he used to be the most hated yet likable guy. Hated by like all the old people. Loved by everybody. He's, like our He age. was
0: just electric to watch.
1: Yeah, so electric. And now he's just going to be hated in general. Just by everybody other than Patriots fans. And I love it. I fucking love it. Because he's like the perfect, like back in the day, like Belichick was always just, bringing people in who had problems off the field. It's exactly what this
0: is. He just I mean, if anyone can turn him around, I guess it's the Pats, but I feel like he's already turned around. I think he's, he's
1: turned himself around a little bit, yeah.
0: Sound, he sounds different. He has a different work ethic. hes mm-hmm. He seems like a different person. I don't know if it'll – he has the talent. I don't know if him being out of league for too long will affect him or if he'll, he'll be able to pick up on the schemes or whatever. Yeah. But in terms of actual talent and, like, where his mind is at, he couldn't be in a better spot yeah. considering the circumstances. And
1: I think he's, I think he's already ready to go to the CFL. Like I, he could go and play in the CFL right now and be a starter and be fine. And he
0: could be the MVP of the AAF yeah. in a year. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd be amazing. If
1: that's his worst, then I'm all I'll, in because I'm going to be watching that league. I know you
0: are. I will buy a Zell jersey the second he gets signed to the AAF. Oh my
1: god, I don't care if it's a
0: one-year, a one-year thing, and the league And just I will become crashes. a fan of that team forever. Yeah, that'll be my thing. I don't care if it's in fucking Zimbabwe. Thing about,
1: like, if you're Manziel, you're like, I could go to the NFL, but I could also just have my own league.
0: Well, here's the thing. Is what? The like, goal is go. obviously uh, the NFL because he's going to get more. That's your worst option? He's going to get more. It's just, every kid dreams of playing in the NFL. Oh, yeah. You don't give up on your dream of playing in the NFL until you have to. And if he can't get in and he needs, and you know, his best offers the AAF, you take it because you're going to be one of the faces of the league. Yeah. They're all, and it's they have put out a no X... Ex- criminal thing yeah so it's not like Vince McMahon I don't care about convicts yeah yeah convicts thanks yeah it's a much better word <laughs> um he's not really like a, I guess he's a. a he, he's been in trouble with the law but I don't know if he's He's really a felon convict. I mean I think he might have been in jail so like, I, I guess yeah he's done some fucked up shit
1: he's done some fucked up shit yeah, yeah. but not advocating for that whatsoever but on he's the field go for the NFL if he doesn't one juke it, and he's back
0: if he doesn't get the NFL by the end of this year, I will. I think he'll be in the AAF. He's not going to pass up and playing football for too many more years. I think, but he'll use that as a gateway to get into the NFL. Exactly. Yeah. He Once he gets on a field season, with pads on,
1: it. I'm telling you, one juke and
0: he's back. It's going to be like uh, one man's Mansell moment. A, a speed, a sped up version of Warren Moon.
1: One more Alabama game. Remember that game? Yeah. Drops the ball, catches it, throws back the end zone, touchdown. One more game with plays like those.
0: Duke like where he hurdles into his own offensive line yeah. and bounces like a pinball, spins, yeah. pulls out, and just throws a 50-yard dime on the run. That was crazy. Yeah, some good stuff. He's a talented dude. I'm excited to see him play. Yeah. Um, so then the big news on the NFL today is that there is a bunch of um, rule changes that have been established. Uh, nothing crazy. The catch rule was the big one. I'm going to talk about it, officially got changed. It's an easy three-step process: um, possession, inbounds, football move. That's a catch. It's like that simple. There's no other. It needs weird to just clauses. be
1: like porn. You know it when you see it. Agreed. It should just be the ref should be like that's a fucking catch. I've like seen he, enough football in my day. He hit the ground, but he still had the ball in his head. like backyard football. That like that's the best way to describe it. Just if you, if you know s- it's a catch, it's a
0: catch. I've seen enough sex in my day. I know when I see sex. Yeah. Um, so now they there's a rule they instituted about lowering your head on a hit. Um, so you could get a fifteen yard penalty, just for lowering your head to initiate contact. Which is you don't have it doesn't have to be helmet to helmet. It's just lowering your head and then possible ejection.
1: This is so NFL in one day because they got rid of a rule that was very questionable and they just made – they replaced it with another one that's very questionable. So, this like, is, this is going to be one of those judgment ones that fucks up a lot of refs' judgments because – or a lot of refs' calls because this, they're going to have to be like, well, I consider this, like, lowering his head. But it's like you have to brace for a tackle. You have to, this like, like, drop to your tacklers, body. tacklers,
0: ball carriers, and even linemen, it says. Yeah. So that means if an offensive lineman leads with his head, which – Newsflash! That's what every running—that's
1: what every running block looks like. (laughs) Like, That's
0: that's exactly what a run block is. That's exactly what a defensive lineman defending against the run does. That's exactly what a ball carrier does when he's trying to run people over. It's exactly what a defender does when he's making a tackle. Like you can't not lead with your head because you're gonna get your fucking neck snapped. And there's just gonna—what's
1: gonna happen is there's just gonna be a bunch of like knee injuries now. Guys, just like. Not e- I don't even know. Like, there's just going to be so many plays that are just questionable now. That Like, where players just get thrown – or games that are questionable where guys get thrown out because they, like, let a little bit with their head or drop their head just a tad bit too low. Classic NFL. Just I get what bring they're trying something to do. into the game that's just going to make it even more questionable. We're going to have to instant replay it. It's going to be terrible.
0: I get what they're trying to do, but it's not like they force these players to play in the NFL. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I mean? It's not like they force these players to play football their whole life and to make a career out of it. They pay them well to be able to cover medical bills if necessary. They're covered well. It's how the game is. These guys choose to play this game. They choose to play it the way they do. And the guys that don't want to take part of it retire early. They get their money, they get out.
1: I think the NFL should just embrace the fact that it's a CTE league. Like
0: It's part of the game. If you just, it's just how it goes. If you just... You don't make it have it in
1: the contract, like boxers. you may get c t we have no idea, but you may get it, and you have to embrace it. I would sign on the line if it meant millions of dollars,
0: yeah, and I love the game it's it it's not for everybody, so you can't sit here and try to make everyone in the world happy yeah, it's like you can't make you can't be fucking Mike Greenberg and ruin baseball by in <laughs> the ninth inning just to get more people to like baseball, exactly. You know, it is it is what it is. Lacrosse is getting bigger. You're going to lose baseball. Football is violent. You don't like violence. You don't like football. Then don't fucking watch it. I get Goodell's a dick. Goodell's an idiot. And the league itself is kind of a joke right now, so they got to cover its ass, sort of. But you can't just take away the part that the fans actually enjoy. And these players, I understand concussions happen, but that's part of the game. ACL's are part of the game, but you're not making a rule to prevent those because they aren't really preventable. If you banned ACLs, that'd be tough. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No,
1: I know what you mean. It's just, it makes so many gray areas now. Defensive players are probably hating this rule. Hating it. It, Because there's still guys in the league that played when you could just go all out, whether they played in college or, like, the first couple years of their career, where they could just go all out on tackling And Now they have to change it all up. I mean, they progressively had, like, have had to just change the way they tackle, which sucks, but...
0: But there's an easy way to do it and be safe, but you still can hit him with your head. You may not be – do you need to keep your head up to be safe? 100%. Should you lead with your head? Probably not, but that's part of the game. And the funniest
1: thing about it is now NFL players are going to have to learn how to tackle again, and that's hilarious. Pretty much. Because watching tackling drills when you're at practice is pretty funny when, like, no one knows how to tackle, and now they're changing the rules and, like, the guys who are getting paid for tackling have to, like, learn how to do it again. That's hilarious.
0: It is very funny. I don't know if you've ever seen a DB, like an average defensive back, cornerback, like try to take down like a big running back. Or I've just, seen like, it with my own two eyes. I felt it too. Kinda, it hurts. Like, dive at his ankles. Yeah, it hurts.
1: Oh, you dive at the, you dive at the fucking ground that's, and you, you just pray. you
0: dive at their knees sometimes, but that's just, that's just because you're smaller. Yeah. And if you lead with your head and you go for their legs, like you're not instituting rules to st- prevent that. That's just as dangerous to someone's career as it is to anything else. And I get the head is more valuable than your knee. And I get what – I understand what they're trying to do. It's just you're ruining the game. I guess maybe that's bias of me because I'm such a fan of the game and I've played it for so long. But it's just – it's how it is. You're not – it just doesn't make any sense to me.
1: It's just, yeah. I don't even want to talk about it anymore because it just sucks. Because it's going to make – it's going to make every game just ha- – there's going to be one or two plays where it's like, oh, that's the new rule. And it's going to ruin that, that particular game because the guy gets taken out of the ball game. I'm sure they're gonna make it into an ejection rule at the college game. I'm sure. No, there is
0: ejection. It's it's subjective to. uh, It is subjective. Okay. Yeah. Says 15 penalties, possibly ejection. So it's already subjective to it. But that's the thing is they get rid of a rule that isn't that was subjective and now isn't, and they institute an even more subjective rule. Maybe not. It might not affect as many games or whatever. But it's you never know, because an ejection means you miss the next game too. So just saying, yeah, uh, there's also a couple other rules. Like we said, they changed the, uh, the catch rule and what was the other the one? Yeah,
1: Al Riveron eject yes, rule.
0: Yes. Thank you. Um, Al Riveron is the VP of officiating, um, has the potential to go into a game and overturn, not overturn, but he has the possibility to eject a player himself, no matter what the on-field official says. So this is Gronk last year when he basically karate chopped Tredavious White in the head. They didn't eject him and gave him a penalty. If Al Riveron thought that was excessive, he could kick out Gronk from the studio or from New York, wherever he is. And
1: to to backtrack, that was a WWE instinctive move. That's just in his blood. You can't blame him for that. Oh yeah, no, I get it. But uh, this this reminds me of like when you're in a casino, and I've never been in a casino, but I imagine this is how it happens. uh, And you push all your chips in, and suddenly the eye in the sky just has like three security guards right looking over your shoulder, like trying to figure out what your hand is. Being like, why is this guy going all in? And uh then they pull you into the back room and they beat the hell out of you. Yeah. Because you have all their money. For um much. it's exactly what it is. He's the eye in the sky, he can go in whenever he wants, take him right out. I hate it, but it's such an NFL move. It's such an NFL move. Just
0: once again, dictatorship. More
1: NFL NFL is a dictatorship. It's and you just it's have to a, once you get over that, you can embrace it and have fun. It's just subjectiveness. enjoying the games.
0: To a guy that's not at the field, that isn't a part of the game, and that's part of the hierarchy of the NFL. And it's just, it's basically like giving Goodell's henchmen yep. the ability to affect every single game.
1: Yeah, he just has more control now. Mm-hmm. Surprised they didn't do this
0: earlier. Yeah, I'm also surprised. And the other slight rule change is the kick the last year was experimental, touchback to 25. That's permanent. That's the official rule now. So, cu- Touchbacks and kickoffs, 25-yard line. Nothing new, but official. But, yeah, so the NFL made some changes. I guess we'll see how it plays out. This happens every year. Next year, we'll go through the same process where they make changes. We're like, Aw, awesome, and then it's going to fucking suck. Yep.
1: yep. And now they're going to have to change it again yep. in, like, five years.
0: This suck. All right, so we got a couple segments for you guys before we wrap up the show. Uh, Riley, um, I guess. You can start both of these, but we'll start with sports millenification. Yeah,
1: I got a sports modification for you. John Gruden, he's fresh into the NFL, and he already wants something changed. This goes into the instant re- instant replay, just slowing down games. He just wants to get rid of it. He just wants to scrap the whole thing. He says it takes too long, uh, and I think this is for he's millennials. I think this is for millennials to, to relate to them so that they start watching football because this will just shorten up the attention span of a game, make it easier for millennials to watch. I kind of like the move. I don't love it because John Gruden's been out of the game for, like, a decade. So, like, no. I guess Honestly. if you are in the booth and you have to, like, watch instant replay for, like, an hour just to see if somebody caught a ball, like, that kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, and you have to talk about it over yeah, and over. Yeah, and you know millennials are switching evidence. to Fortnite, like, right no. once
1: once the uh, instant replay thing goes for, like, On 20 straight minutes. You can get, like, two games in during that span.
0: On the opposite side of that, it could just be because he, he doesn't like modification. He's stuck 20 years ago. He's in 1997. Very so, therefore, it's just like, I, this is the old NFL. I don't want to conform to the melanification. So, get rid of these simple replays because yeah. it's not 2018. It's 1998.
1: Yeah, I think after John Gruden won the, won the Super Bowl with Brad Johnson, he, like, sat down in a hot tub and it was just hot tub time machine and he woke up in, like, 2018. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, I don't remember what I've done for the past, like, 20 years of my life. But I think I'm still an NFL coach. So, Very possible. I might, might as well go and try and get a job.
0: He's like, oh, the Raiders are offering me a job back? I thought I just won with the Bucks. Brad Johnson still in the league? We need to sign that guy. He's a great guy. Guy
1: moves the ball so well down the field.
0: I want Rich. Rich Gannon.
1: Rich Gannon? Yeah. Who's that?
0: Because, you know, what's funny is, like, those Raiders players that he beat were, like, his players. Yeah.
1: That's actually true. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. Like, he was the coach of the Raiders, like, I think literally the year before.
1: Tucker era, all that, and then he left, yeah.
0: Like I, Yeah, literally the year before he was a coach yeah. of the Raiders. That's funny. How, how weird is that? Because t- that's why the tuck rule changed the league, man. He could still be the coach of the fuck. I mean, he is the coach of the Raiders, but he could have never not been the coach of the Raiders. He must
1: get so – He probably doesn't even know that the tuck rule isn't a thing anymore because of the hot tub time machine. We should uh, definitely no, tweet he that got out. He got it right He doesn't have a Twitter, that. actually. He doesn't even have a Facebook, so. No, he doesn't have anything. I think he still has like a Dell laptop. Not even a Dell laptop, a Dell PC
0: his his version of like the internet is like Creed thoughts
1: yeah it's <laughs> like
0: someone created a google doc with like a url at the top and he just writes down his ideas <laughs> but they're all like the same it's just about what play is best uh, which guy who's slow yet strong
1: every other sentence is just spider zy banana mm-hmm.
0: yeah I like that yeah, they're just they're just names of plays written down. By the way, once and he comments on his own stuff. How
1: many times do you think Derek Carr is going to be asked about Spider-Z Web Banana? I think the over under is at like five the whole season. I'm five going over. The season? I'm
0: going over. I'm going to go over too. Yeah. You. Is that a real Vegas bet? He's, I'm sure you already took No, that.
1: I wish it was though. I would take that and I'm in, an, That'd be in a heartbeat. I could easily see him. He's going to be hammered that question. Yeah. Alright, next up we got a Florida man. New uh New segment alert. Um, so, back to the whole um, religious aspect of this show, which seems like it's the, the, the premise. God. Um, a man in Florida got his arm stuck in a church donation box, just God. reaching in, got it stuck in the little slot, and had to go uh, get some work done on his arm. I don't know exactly what, what the injury was, but said he wanted to uh, buy it for a quick fix and he was going to turn the money back in.
0: Ooh, so was the work on his arm a work of God? I think he went to was the he ER. he to God to get his arm fixed?
1: He, it says he's healthy,
0: but... And that, is that like the secret passageway to get yourself healed and he just got caught?
1: Well, apparently he works at this church and he, he just reaches in every like Saturday or Sunday once the money's all um, there and he just but goes God and buys drugs, the returns the money, so...
0: God's like a glorified hooker i guess
1: yeah for crystal meth yeah
0: does deeds for money
1: i kind of you know good good for god he's helping this guy out get his fix obviously he can't work out anymore but yeah yeah that's a florida man for you by the way that segment's all just about crazy stuff going on down under in the south south of florida florida man does this you just google florida man you can find some crazy stuff some crazy crimes
0: i mean you guys know what Florida's like. It's just the armpits. It's a,
1: it's a barren wasteland of just crazy crimes happening left and right.
0: It's a barren wasteland of crazy people and old people. Yeah. And, like, nothing in between. It's the swamp, man. It's the perfect way to it. It's the swamp. It. <laughs> it's wet, warm, and really unpleasant. It's
1: very humid. I feel like you and I would have a terrible
0: time down there. Oh, uh, no. Just sweating left and Ooh. right. I also burn, being part ginger. Oh. And... 100%. White. See, I,
1: I tan well somehow. I, I don't know what. I don't You're know from what like it the is. the whitest state in America. I know, but well. I got like Italian on my side. I think. I'm more Italian really than sure. anything else. Really? Yep. Well, I have tanned people on my uh, mom's side of the family. They all tan well. Yep. Um, I just have that skin tone, so
0: I get lucky with that. I tan about as but well I as a lobster. But I also forget to
1: put sunscreen on a lot, so I do burn a lot too. When I when
0: I forget, if mm. I don't check
1: myself, I I put on, I burn myself. I put on
0: sunscreen. And I still get burnt. That is tough. It's yeah. so welcome to my life. Yeah. Uh, so now we'll get to up in the air and we'll wrap uh, shit up. Both of these are sort of God-related. Uh, I'll start. Very, very Christian episode for us. God. It's, I blame Sister Jean.
1: God. But on to Tebow. God. Oh, God.
0: Is Tebow getting hot? That is my question. Now, Tim Tebow, who played all of last season in single A for the Mets, has been promoted to double A after going a cool – one for 18 in spring training with 11 strikeouts. That's point oh five six people, .056. Yeah, say, for those of you that aren't math aficionados, it's point oh five six batting average. 11 um, strikeouts out of those 18 at-bats, but don't let yeah. him get hot. Yeah, I mean, he's getting hot. He already got promoted. He did have a hit off of Major League caliber pitchers, so, I mean, he's getting there. If you think about it. One hit off Major League pitchers, like 100 off of a double-A pitcher.
1: I that did that is. math in my head,
0: and I think it checks out. I think so, too. Yeah. that's That was pretty good. That was pretty good I, spot on stuff. I was good at math in high school. I wasn't good at much else, but math. Yeah. Math well, this is where it ball. pays off on yeah. the
1: podcast that we're not getting paid for.
0: No. Actually, we're doing more paying than getting paid yeah, for. Yeah. It
1: definitely pays off in yeah. the wrong way. It sucks. We need to figure Terrible. out a way Basically, to get math Basically, Tebow's in.
0: getting hot. Um I will be in the future.
1: Hey, I think there's a chance. The GM there's said he a wants ch- him there. I was reading something. There's a chance he gets pulled up to AAA if he hits like 400. So, I think I think there's if you
0: can go two for 18, I think he gets the. Ball. If you
1: show steady improvement in the Mets
0: organization, they will give you a raise real quick. Actually, false. You don't even have to improve in the Mets organization.
1: That's true because like his his spring training consisted of tripping over a sprinkler, yep. which was technically I guess it was I guess it was God's plan, um, God's plan. and. And going one for 18 with 11 strikeouts and looking like like, well, like we were talking about before. You were talking about his uh, matchup with, with Max Scherzer. He, yeah. uh, he looked like me in a wiffle ball game just gunning for the fences.
0: He looked like me if I were to face Max Scherzer.
1: That's saying something. I'm left me heavy. in a wiffle ball game is not a pretty sight because I play lacrosse. So
0: I don't know how yeah, to swing he a bat. Looks like I know Neymar. how to do dizzy bat, the drinking seen game. you Neymar swing the bat? Who? Neymar. No. There's a video of Neymar playing baseball. Was he nasty? Like, he's in, like, no. Oh. No. I guess he's you can't in a cage. Those so guys are freak athletes, very but good like. Up there above the shoulders no hand swing. Yeah. It's like him trying to swing in a batting cage. Yeah. And it's, like, actually hilarious how terrible it is. That's fine. Like, he looks like a three year old trying to swing. I think
1: I might have about. seen it. I, I have some, you should look it some up. video if in my life. If you guys mind. haven't
0: seen it, look it up. It's worth the laugh.
1: But yeah, don't let Tebow get hot. I yeah, agree.
0: I, in the. All I was going to say was, to end this quick, that the Mets organization will literally sign players that were good 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, let's sign At Adrian football. Gonzalez. Yeah. Like, it's 2010.
1: I hope this and works like uh, like it did for Antonio Gates because it's like, oh, he's people forget he's a basketball player. Well, football, if it translates to baseball, Tebow will find a way. You know what I mean? God. Yeah, or Jesus will find a way for him.
0: Jesus.
1: Jesus walks or trips over sprinklers. Um, but, yeah. Your turn. My up in the air. Um, are you an atheist if you bet against Loyola Chicago? That's my question.
0: Have you been against them? Yes. Then yes.
1: Yep. yep. I am an atheist. It's confirmed. Um, I just think this because there's no other way. If Loyola Chicago didn't have Sister Jean, they wouldn't be in this tournament. They would have uh, gone Owen 28 also, or whatever. How many games you play? I think like 32 in the. But here's NCAA the thing, tur-
0: Michigan has their own chapel guy. They do. Yeah. And he talks to them before the game and everything. Oh. Yep, I saw that today. Okay, so, so
1: technically I'm not an atheist.
0: No, because you're technically rooting for the same thing. It depends on if I've Sister Jean, I feel like, is more godly.
1: Yeah, I think she has more of a direct effect. She's talking you, to him, so.
0: It would make you more of an atheist, but not fully an atheist. Half atheist. However, they play Kansas Philanova and you root against them then yes, full blown. Philanova's
1: pretty religious too, I've been on that campus. Uh,
0: um, well Kansas definitely isn't.
1: I don't know but they're... Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a giant public school. It's not a not a No, yeah.
1: No. The South isn't very Christian. It's either. not a very
0: prestigious academic institution yeah. either.
1: Either way, I feel like if if I lose this bet of uh, Michigan winning. Which you will. I think um, that God is definitely not on my side, and that He wants, He has a hit out on me. If God has a hit out on me, it's going to be proven after this game.
0: That's a good theory.
1: It's it's good, but it's not great because if it happens, then I'm kind of scared. Then I'm watching my back. Maybe I actually, if I lose this game, you'll find me on church on Sunday. That's first first time since like the seventh grade. So. Then you'll know trouble's up. Yeah, it's it's probably it's probably gonna happen.
0: I'm excited. I'll be at the
1: Ithaca College Chapel Sunday at nine.
0: Ooh, but many gods go there. All religions welcome. That's true.
1: Either way, it's just it's scary because it's like Sister Jean's definitely got something up her sleeve. Where it's just like she has, God, like. I don't know I don't know what She's probably put a curse on it so On all these other teams Like it's It's concerning honestly It's actually really concerning Very, very concerning For my pockets at least
0: Well uh, Pretty much everything Should be concerning For your pockets Yeah Considering you're broke Yet continue to gamble Yeah
1: We have to win it back somehow
0: We'll figure it out We're finding ways I also need money too So I'm, yeah, I'm not Our Venmo's to are open Our are open what you don't, don't have a Venmo, but my should have put ten dollars on the Jets to win the Super Bowl, like we had talked about.
1: Ooh, once they draft Baker, put it in.
0: Yeah, but it'd be less money then.
1: I don't know. I don't know if he like, has a it big. Like eight,
0: it was like eight hundred. You could
1: still it's get like six hundred dollars for it though. Huh? you could probably get still like six hundred dollars. It's not going to move that much. They were plus
0: eight thousand, like a couple. Yeah, weeks ago, but
1: it, it might like go to like it might go like a hundred points not in your favor. So that's
0: still in your favor technically. I mean, I'll still take like plus five thousand. Yeah and put down 10 bucks. You can win half a
1: grand just on $10. That's crazy. I put, uh, once Ndamuk and Sue got signed by the Rams, I just put 20 bucks
0: for them to win the NFC. Yeah, but they gotta be, they gotta have high odds though.
1: It's like, it was like plus 600. Yeah.
0: So 20 to win, win
1: 120.
0: So you'd win like 300 bucks?
1: I'd win 120.
0: Cool, I'm bad at math.
1: I don't know what it was. I think I might have been wrong on that, but Let's look at I feel where like it, it definitely up, be so. lower than that. Either way, uh, there's a chance. Considering
0: signed and or traded for every Pro Bowl defensive player that is, I think they're
1: gonna season. get Odell. So, I think there's a chance.
0: I think I'm the one who brought that up, and you stole it, you dick.
1: No, I've always thought. I, I put that in because I was like, this is just the first, the first token, like the first uh, thing, to f- thing to fall, first domino to fall, and Odell's next.
0: Moral of the story. You're not an atheist if you go against Louis Chicago. Yeah, we we
1: went off the beaten path there. We want it's all good, man. We, we went do this. far.
0: That's how we do it. Yeah,
1: far off the path.
0: So that's uh that's the that's show. A show.
2: Yeah.
0: We we will plan on having another one of these out for you by Friday. Um, the late Thursday night sesh. But we're gonna grind it out. Nothing it better. better. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one.
2: Goodbye, everybody.